1: com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. Every week here on the Beer Show, I feel like we all get a little bit closer. That's right. We are the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and Score north.com. My name is Chris Reavers by my side. His name is Mike likes to share everything Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden <laughs> Stores. Hello, you. sir. How yeah, are you? I'm you doing, Reavers? I, am, uh, I was doing great, um, but now I'm I'm even better. You are. Why is that? Because uh, the beer show. Absolutely. It's my favorite Aww, time of the week.
2: Aren't that's
1: sweet. Uh, we're going to start off things with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. They own the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. You should know that by now for regular listeners of this show. And uh, Tom is here this evening. Have you turned on your own microphone, sir? How you doing, buddy? Uh, They are located in South Minneapolis at Mm -hmm. Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. I have a quick question before we get to our featured guest, sir. Let's go. Do we see any bit of a lull after the 4th of July rush where basically we do nothing but spend our week in the liquor store going, I can't believe I'm out again.
3: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it comes down a little bit, but uh, I mean, the weather, the way it is right now is is a factor as well, so... You know, no rest for the weary. But um, so when bars are slow, right? I'm not going to
4: go into a bar when it's 80 and sunny out. When bars are slow, you're probably more busy, unless right? Unless they got a
3: patio. Unless
4: they have a patio, otherwise people will go into you, buy their sixer, and go home.
3: Yeah, and, I yeah. mean, I think it, I think it works for both. Just there's just more people out doing more things. You got to take advantage of the the few weeks of this that we have uh, in our beautiful state, and and so it's it's busy and it, it's a lot of fun, and and you know we're running running uh, along with
1: it in my in my day job I uh, work with a motley crew down the hallway and uh, we have a phrase in which we say you know did you make it last night mm. as in did you did you go without and we're in the right <laughs> in the heart of can't make it season because it's you know it's always there's always something going on it's always yeah. so nice out. it's just so easy to to grab one out of your garage cooler and just sit back and enjoy a beautiful sunset at yeah. nine o'clock at night it's yeah. we're in the heart of I can't make it season Tom yeah. it's your fault
3: yeah sorry about that that's all right my that's girlfriend right. last
4: night said you have too much beer in the refrigerator why don't you put a beer out in one of the garages or a refrigerator and I thought no. I have a hot tub, so I said, I'm going to get a kegerator and run a line to the hot tub. No. So when I sit in the hot tub, I can just
1: reach oh, over and grab the tap and just... But aren't you worried it's going to spill into the hot tub? Who cares? Okay. No. I think that, that
4: doesn't matter. I think the my, that's the out, least right? dirty thing in my hot
1: tub. I will say it. this. Yeah. I will say this. I have had my garage fridge for about... I'm going on about two, almost three years now. Perfect. It's been awesome. Oh, it's kind of a life changer. It, right? it really yeah. is. It really, really is. Because then I don't hear the oh, there's not enough room for groceries yeah, in here. How about <laughs> beer, you need, Right. So now I just it's just, it's my thing, yeah. And uh, and don't it's it's, it. it's my territory. So we don't
0: worry about that. You got to work on getting a room, like I have. Oh, room.
1: he's got a beer room. Man,
3: wow. man. all right so let's do it. let's That's get to our uh, let's get to our featured <laughs> guests that guy. we
1: just heard from this week and uh, take it away Tom
3: yes we have our friend friend of the show uh, Sean Wolf here representing a couple of brands we are gonna dive right in uh, with these really cool fling cocktails welcome yeah. Sean
0: thanks guys uh, feel like it's home here right
1: you've been yeah. here a lot the last couple of weeks so I'm curious because we we uh, the boys cracked this open here not too long ago. But these aren't beers. No. These are
0: actually craft cocktails in an aluminum can. Absolutely. So uh, the world is today is, you know, we got to diversify, trying to do new things. Uh, so the the boys over at uh, Boulevard Brewing Company, who I work with, um, decided to dive into booze for the first time. Okay. And so we work with uh, some distilleries around the Midwest, a lot of local regional distilleries to create Fling is the, the new brand. And we have four different variations of it. We have a blood orange vodka soda, a cucumber lime gin and tonic, a margarita, and a Mai Tai. Uh, All of them are different ABVs, but all of them are kind of along that health-conscious drinker as well. So nothing's over 180 calories. Uh, It's all gluten-free uh, no preservatives, additives, um, very, very low in sugar. And this isn't a beer
4: tail. This is an actual this is, cocktail. This is a, we actual call it a spirit, gin and- It's
0: a spirit based cocktail. Okay. So this is not a F- FMB, a fermented malt beverage, sure. for those that aren't aware of that term, uh, which uh, like a seltzer would be. Okay. Or um, twisted tea or something like sure. that. Those are all FMBs. This is literally a cocktail put into a can. Mm. So okay. I have. A variety of questions, which yeah. is probably good since we have an hour to kill here.
1: <laughs> no, but seriously, I have a lot of questions here. When you when you are creating this craft cocktail and it's called Fling by Boulevard, is that what we're, is that yep. the official phrasing of it? Two questions. Number one, who are we going after? Are we going after the uh, the spiked seltzer drinker? Are we going after the non beer drinker? Are we trying to bring in a new demographic? Honestly, I think it's a little bit of everything.
0: Okay, so a lot of us. Beer drinkers, you get beered out sometimes. You just want to have something totally different. Uh, you want a cocktail, you want booze or spirits, wherever you might be looking at. Seltzer has obviously created a gigantic category that n- I don't know if anyone necessarily saw coming in this magnitude that has uh, escalated. So certainly that drinker, uh, but also the spirit drinker that, uh, and also it's it's a it's a form of convenience. Mm-hmm. So by putting it in a can, the camper, the the beach goer, the concert goer, all of that all those drinkers can now bring this to their area. And we've, you know, we've had some really great, amazing successes with some amphitheaters and things like that around the area. This is
4: brilliant already. Yes, it's, it's absolutely. So I, I'm drinking the cucumber, lime, gin and tonic, fling craft cocktail. It's what did you say? 7%. Yep. So I don't, I'm a gin drinker, but I don't, when I get home, I don't want to have three of them because then I'm annihilated, right? Mm-hmm. But this, it's it's a little bit bigger. It's going to slow me down a little bit. It's only 7%. I can have two. I don't have to worry about um, opening my soda and having my soda go bad because like, yeah, if I don't drink enough of them, I, yeah. then I threw away a bottle of soda. Yep. This is really
0: convenient. I don't know about you guys, but... It- also, can kind of save you from yourself. Mm-hmm. If I'm making a cocktail,
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm making a cocktail. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's
1: the three part, one part,
0: yeah. like three part.
3: So you're saying, gin no, what he's saying
1: soda. is it's his own self, like little form of discipline. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> is it is what just
4: you're saying. How you were saying, Keeps I can have track. two of them yeah. instead Keeps of you one you on of track. them. Yeah, absolutely, and and they're delicious. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is. I think this is what I'd say is my next big thing. This is what I would do. All right,
1: so four different four different flavors that are in front of me. You, you were mentioning, all. are these sold as a variety pack? Are they not sold yet. individually as six packs? So, pack? so Like they- I said,
0: uh, we do work with distillers but we actually create these cocktails in-house at the brewery in our kettles. So uh, I, that was one of the first things, obviously, as a sales guy, we asked, like, can we get a variety pack? Because that's what a lot of people look for. And basically, it was like, we, we're not there yet. If we ask our brewer head brewer to make a variety pack, he might have an aneurysm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because you got to think uh, Boulevard is a, a giant brewery. We're already doing 200,000 plus barrels a year. We've got a lot. Go- we've got a lot of capacity, but we've got a lot going on. Mm. So we're also making a ton of beer and it's like, Oh, by the way, can you make these cocktails real quick? <laughs> right, you know? right. and, and, Whip up and this really yeah, and, right. it's, and it's taking off. So it's like, you know, we're getting more and more and more sales are going in. We're expanding all this different stuff, so it's kind of a, a, a slow process. As much as I'd love to have a variety pack, right now we don't. Uh, the plan is hopefully in the fall or the spring we will have something. But right now they're sold as individual four packs, four packs. cans, gotcha, uh, running right in that you know what twelve to thirteen dollar range. I believe yeah. we're in. Uh, so yeah, we're 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 really testing markets. The first thing that we've done outside of beer ever. You know, it started off as. We like to call it our little side hustle, yeah. and it's kind of blossomed into this big thing.
1: So, Tom, back to you. So I can get these right now at Elevated yeah, if, so I, if I want to go in. <clears throat> can I get any one of the four that are in yep, front of me? Yeah, we have
3: all four. You
0: can try uh, them this weekend
3: on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, and we have a tasting coming up as usual. You know, it's funny. I'm tasting the margarita mm-hmm. in the green room, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it it's coming across like a lot. It's, it's funny because it tastes a lot like a goza.
4: Yeah, a little bit.
3: You know, it's very it's, limey. It's, it's got the lime. Mm-hmm. If you have a maybe a you know maybe a specific lime goes, uh, you know they're 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 kind of shooting for this, and then you know right. it, it, I'm going back and forth in my mind, and it's 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 great. You know, and I th- I think the point is to what you alluded to earlier is, you know, beer drinkers can enjoy this too, uh, spirit drinkers can enjoy this, and and the convenience. So where it, does it's, this go really- in your liquor store? Where what?
4: Else is <clears> this? Are you going to put it in the belly? <laughs> I mean, is it going to go by the white claws? Are you going to yeah. try to grab the white claw drinker and say, hey, here's a 5% or 7%, depending on which one? It's a little different mix, still super refreshing, delicious. Yeah. Locale,
0: roughly locale, right? That, that question gets brought up constantly. Yeah. Where in the store do yeah. we want this, especially as a as yeah, wait, creator yeah, what, of it? What Where product do we placement want it? do you want? Yeah. And honestly, there's a couple different ways we can look at it, and there's not. I wouldn't say there's a right answer at this moment. Mm-hmm. We're learning as this goes on because this is such a new category. I mean, there's probably only, what, five, six other really suppliers that are making something like this outside yeah. of your really large guys, you know, like Jack Daniels has been making sure. these kind of things for like a long time. But we look at it as we want to be with some of the other. So this category, for anyone that doesn't know it, we call it an RTD, a ready-to-drink mm-hmm. category.
4: Oh, that's Chris RTD Reavers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's his new new name, RTD. R- wow. <laughs> That's a good segment. Right Please now. continue your thought before we get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, so right now, we want to obviously be in that world of whatever competition we have. We kind of want to be in there with them. However, being said it's also great to be next to that seltzer area. Yeah, the one on of one. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause that's again, where some of these beer drinkers are gravitating towards for something different as they might be getting beered out or something like that. Um, we want to be in that area as well. So we're going to figure that out as time goes on. Um, in the cooler would be the, the best yeah. spot every ever The funny has. thing is,
3: I mean, it's exactly the same with us. You mm. know, we got them actually in a couple of spots. You know, okay. we have, as these things have been changing and coming to, you know, the thing that's different, and, get, and he mentioned it, is this is not uh, a malt beverage. This right. is a spirit, sure. in you a know, can, cocktail. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you put it next to some of those, you know, uh, we'll take it way back with like a, Seagrams or Or Zima, Zima, yeah, Yeah, all that stuff is is kind of made the same way. And you you know they uh, they were ahead of their
0: time, apparently. Yeah, Yeah. they were malty. Yeah, yeah. so
3: I mean, if you get something that that's a little more true to the spirit, but you know, at the same time, it's it's great. It's convenient. Grab it from the cold box and let's go. So we're we're trying different places. We're putting it over by the ready to drink stuff and you know the spirits, but also. In the cooler by the seltzers and, uh, and Mike's Hard so wh- when, or whatever. When
4: you do these tastings and you see people, I like that, I'm buying that. Do you ever sit down and kind of track that and say, wow, we've had a two-hour tasting here and we sold 64 packs. Mm-hmm. Or we've had a two-hour tasting and people said, oh yeah, thanks man, that was really good. <laughs> I mean, because not see everybody the, yeah. loves everything. I'm in the weird prediction that your Saturday's tasting on this is it Friday, Saturday, or is it just Saturday? Uh, the I think Fling
0: she- is just Saturday when we talk about some Belgian okay, beers so, next so Okay, we'll, so the Fling Friday is Saturday. Saturday.
4: But... The, I have a strange feeling. People are going to say, I've never had this before. It's really good.
1: It's going to be 90 degrees out there. Yeah, and, and it's
4: it's going to be very, very, I'm taking some of those. Yeah, it, it just seems like that close rate would be really, and that's not what you're doing your tastings for. You're just trying to give everybody this expanded palate, right? But if they want to buy it, no, I mean, don't give me... We try to sell beer. We try to sell We, we, track we, it. To sell we, we do track it. You got a, you All right, get. We got, it. We got our, our guest here. Our, our guest that's later on. <laughs> we'll, we'll,
1: we'll talk to him. Here, you take. You keep going. I'll take that. Alright, right, sounds up. good. So, but What Mike is saying is True, and I was actually going to bring that up is the fact that, you know, oftentimes I'm sure when they when they're experimenting or trying something that's being you know presented to them at the at the at the store, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that's kind of curious. Where is it? But this is going to go like gangbusters. I guarantee it's yeah, going to happen. I
3: think so. I mean, we see <clears throat> definitely with the warmer weather. Again, people are looking for something to add, and and when the, just from what I've sampled so far, I mean, the quality is going to come through right away. So. <laughs> Uh yeah, we're optimistic about that, but yeah, we're definitely there to to sell some craft cocktails. Yeah, it's an, uh, it's an emerging
0: it's an emerging category. We're we're really happy to be, at, for the most part, at the forefront of the whole thing.
1: So I have an odd question. I might be putting you in a weird spot. So just give me your most politically correct answer by all means. But but with a brand like Boulevard that has really developed a, a, a heritage legacy with great craft beer, do you worry that this might take off? too much
0: uh not necessarily we we just got done with a giant expansion about a year and a half ago so we do have the capacity to make it okay um i thought you were going to go somewhere else with that question and the fact but you that know what i'm
1: saying that this could be like oh a giant problem yeah. a now,
0: giant good now problem we're
3: a cocktail company yeah right? exactly <laughs> i guess so, this is so
0: if you look at uh on the can you yep. see our logo yep that everyone almost know, know, always notice as boulevard brewing company but mm-hmm. if you look closer Boulevard Beverage Company, oh. so it is a slightly separate part of our business. We do separate it. Um, at the end of the day, our philosophy is: if it's going to take away from beer, we don't want it there. Got it. We're a brewery first. We always have been. We're celebrating 30 years this year. Um, I think I'm going to be back on in November to talk more specifically about Boulevard Beer. Good.
1: We'll miss you by then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. But. Uh, <laughs> So that, that was a discussion. I mean, the discussion sure. came, do we put the, do we put our logo on the packaging? Cause are they going to think it's beer? Are they going to think it's a spirit? You know, so we wanted to make the fling and the cocktail very f- upfront f- up first and foremost. So people aren't as confused, but at the end of the day, especially in our local market, we have such equity with our brand in the Kansas City and the whole Midwest market that that brings people to the product and, mm. and knows that it's going to be a quality and a good product. So the
1: big hot button issue I know locally here, and I don't know if that applies to Kansas City or wherever, but but is you know the the the, the three tiered system and it whatnot. Applies how does that apply across the country? Okay, so how does that how does that apply to you guys in this particular case? And, how, and just because uh, the curiosity is getting the best of me, it's the, it's the, the me same here.
0: rules on the spirit side for the most part as on beer. We're still going to have us as a supplier. We're still going to have our partner. Uh, uh, distributors and wholesalers. Um, so, in Minnesota specifically, we're we're still distributed by the same distributor that distributes Boulevard beer. We're lucky in the fact that that's a distributor that does spirits and beer. Okay, there's distributors all around the country that are just a beer wholesaler. Or just a spiritual service. So in that case, we would literally have to go with a different wholesaler oh, because they, it's a different license.
3: Yeah. So wholesalers yeah, so have it's coming, to have. It's, it's coming on a different invoice for us. It's it's from a different division. Uh, you know, again, he mentioned person, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same greater company, but that's just because they do both. But Let's swing sure. back mm-hmm. once because we've talked about this for a long time. It's these four new labels
4: from Boulevard beverage now we're calling this not mm-hmm. just Boulevard of our beer and it's the fling line and what do we have the four because i think these are going to be huge yeah. People are blood orange
0: vodka it. soda uh which is our kind of your better for you drinker so anyone that's watching their calories and stuff it's 2.3 grams of carbs 100 calories Um, All natural, uh, gluten free. We use in order to get some of that blood orange and sweetness, we're using a monk fruit, uh, which gives off uh, zero sugars. Um, We're also using a special neutral spirit to get the the actual ABVs to where we want to be without adding extra calories. Um, It's all. I think I mentioned gluten free and all that fun stuff. So it's basically what anyone's looking for a better for you drink. Also, we have our mai tai. And our margarita, um, and to You're give a little so love. Mean. You're so there. mean. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. To give a little love to uh, our partner distilleries. Yeah, um, please. I was going to ask using about a that. 360 vodka for the vodka soda. Uh, a builder's gin for the gin. We use a uh, a Mean Mule for our an American agave. You can't call it tequila because mm-hmm. it is made in America, and not uh, Mexico. So uh, the only one we don't have like an official. What's Mexico part- gonna do? <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 call
1: it tequila. What
0: are they gonna send you? A cease and desist. <laughs> Actually, they might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the Mai Tai is the only one that we don't have an actual brand. We are using a Virgin uh, Virgin Islands rum. Uh, for that one
4: oh it smells I'm I'm testing So that's testing much more right tropical
0: now. fruity later on 8% and 8% one. that's the a biggest higher. ABV beer Okay <laughs> See that's gonna take me years to not call it a cocktail. Oh, right. call it a beer forever.
4: You won't like this one. <laughs> He's so mean. He's just so Tom, mean. Try this. Have you had this one?
0: All right. So <laughs> very
1: soft,
4: very smooth.
1: And again, because this will be available at Elevated for free for tasting this Saturday from three to five p.m. at the Minneapolis I location. It's one to three. One to actually, three. I'm yeah. so sorry. One to yeah, three p.m. at the uh, at the Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd. And uh, I. I, I I am agreeing with Mike that this I think is really going to take off for you guys. And I, but I'm curious now. As long as we have you in here, you know, let's talk about Boulevard a little bit. I mean, is this is this the big unveil uh, at, the, at this time? Have you guys been doing this for a while, or are we going to see been, a big it's push? It's been about for... an
0: 18 month process Got to it. get this whole thing. I was first told about it, I think, back in August or September last year. Okay, on um, on the whole concept, and at that point, I mean we had to play around with recipes for a long time because it's again it's our first time ever making cocktails. and if you're going to do it it right. better be so, good so i mean yeah. the amount of tasting panels and samples set out not only to the sales team but also to our partner distributors be like hey here's what we have so far what do you like about it? what more importantly what don't you like about it and then we would make tweaks we probably went through 15 20 different recipes of just the vodka soda uh keeping you know, adjustments on based on what our friends and wholesalers and employees and stuff would say about it. Because, yeah, you want to, we're all about making the best quality product that we can, just like we would do with beer. We do that consistently on a basis where we have employees come in, we have tasting panels every single day Mm -hmm. at our quality lab. And we're always trying to improve um, on our product.
4: That's a job, honey, I just got a job at the tasting panel at Boulevard
0: Brewing. <laughs>
4: all right, that breaks up marriage. So, <laughs> just so quick. before we <laughs> step
1: aside for a brief moment, because you're going to stick around, Sean, for yeah. uh, for another segment uh, featuring a different brand. But if people want to find out more about this particular project that we've been talking about, that's all available yeah, online. So
0: you can go to uh, Boulevard.com. The other cool thing that I did want to mention is. Uh, we have one of our own being a minnesotan is literally in charge of managing the entire fling portfolio wow. really uh, she go. was hired um, down in Kansas City and will be running this for the entire country but she's a minnesotan from out in minnetonka cool. and she'll be uh, she'll be running it so it's a one pretty of cool our thing own. too exactly nice. got to circle awesome. the
3: wagons uh,
0: <laughs> and this
1: saturday at the <laughs> minneapolis store from 1 to 3 p.m. Yeah. you could try one of these really cool cocktails featuring boulevard beverage company. Mm -hmm. God, I nailed it. All right, that's (laughs) Fratelloni. This is Reavers. Don't touch that radio dial. This is the Beer Show. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and we're going to switch gears now off of a Boulevard Brewing Company, Sean is still here,
0: and uh, we're going to feature somebody else that you represent here. Yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. Duval, which is actually the parent company, Duval is the parent company of every of every brewery that we have in our portfolio. Mm-hmm. The Morcay family founded that company back in the late 1800s, 1871, actually, uh, and this year is mark, or I'm sorry, this month is marking Belgian Independence Week. So I've been here a couple of years uh, talking about this, but uh, oh, yeah. it basically is a time on July 21st that celebrates Belgian Independence Day. So it's fun after we all got to celebrate ours on the Fourth of July that uh, we go and celebrate. July 21st, uh, as a Belgian, and do the best thing that they do, and that is drink awesome beer. So, I have an odd question for you, Tommy. You
1: need to turn your microphone on. Oh, you did turn your microphone on. Wow. I'm sorry. I thought you went Patrick Rossi on me. You didn't turn before. your microphone on. So, <laughs> I, I'm curious because, um, you know, here in this state, you know, Oktoberfest is a really big deal, both in this state and around the country but but Belgian beer well I know it's popular because I you know I know a lot of friends of mine that drink Belgian beer but I don't see it as celebrated to the degree
0: that Oktoberfest is or maybe I'm just not going to the right places no you're 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 along the same lines i would say that the Germans have a leg up on us in the fact that they can drink giant liters yeah, of their no. beer. It's
3: quantity, right? Versus yeah. quality. It's
0: quantity versus quality. Okay. Um, ours, you can certainly try to drink a liter of Best of, of luck to you. Uh, but at that 8.5%, it's yeah. going to catch up to you a little faster than they're usually right around that 4% range. You heard about um, the controversy, right? Uh-oh.
3: Did you
4: hear this? So, it's Belgian Independence Day, and Duval was going to do something for that. But strangely enough, Colin Kaepernick's brother
3: plays soccer in
4: Belgium. So he's stopping all of that, <laughs> and they're just going to have a nice lowdown celebration. But no one's going to have it, shoes with the Belgian independence chilled. flag on it. Yeah. Did you know that Colin Kaepernick's brother played soccer <clears throat> they in Belgium? The colors? I did not know that. Well, that was, a, I looked it up to set up my joke that did no get... one laughed at, and it, the first thing was, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's brother plays football, plays soccer in Belgium. I'm like, well, wow.
3: what are the chances of that? Maybe it's <laughs> happening over there. Weird.
4: There yeah, you go. What that I was, was the laugh we were looking for. That was laugh. a long way. Yeah, it well, sure if, was. If I, if I would have said Therese Owens, because that's his brother's name, did you know that?
1: No. Well, okay, maybe, maybe it's not. Huh. I yeah. just made that one up. No, Anywho. It's right here, baby. I got no. it. Anywho. Uh were no, we we? No, that was not right. Go ahead. <laughs> July 21st. July 21st.
0: So we're going to celebrate uh, by drinking a bunch of beer. Um, we're actually going to be kind of celebrating across the Twin Cities. So there'll be a bunch of bars and, and off-premise stores and stuff, specifically Elevated, uh, coming up here this weekend, tasting out beers, just celebrating Belgian beers, which in Belgium they started making amazing beers for a long, long time. I mean, there is story after story from... So many different American craft breweries that the story starts out. Well, you know, I drank the white, yep. or the, the, the the plain fizzy beer yep. here in America. And I went over to whether it was Belgium, whether it was England, whether it was Germany mm-hmm. and found out that, oh, my God, they make so much better beer. And I'm going <laughs> to go back to America and make it like there are so many different breweries that wouldn't exist unless they had that epiphany trip to Europe, specifically Belgium. And most of these companies knew Belgium to be specific um, that came back and started making amazing beers based on what they were able to try over there. So this is our way of bringing that attention to Belgian beers that helped create Kind of craft beer in america i was just gonna ask that did
1: belgian did belgian style beer have more to do with the craft beer movement in this country than any other style
0: i would say it definitely had something to do with that i'm not gonna give us full credit but uh go ahead why yeah. not
3: <laughs> i think that no i mean while duval is is a large company now but like i think it mirrors kind of that smaller regional thing in belgium you can go to any town and they'll have a a brewery making you know high-quality beer that that's specific. So I think, you know, from that perspective, the craft, the quality, uh, there's a lot of similarities there. And it's funny, you know, again, <clears throat> there's this few kind of tent poles in, like, my history as, like, a craft beer enthusiast, and Duval's definitely on there. You know, when you discover Belgian beer, a lot of times it's Duval or, you know um, – and, and it's it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, we're very fortunate to have. It's dangerous, and that's, you know, I, I may or may not have told the story before, but when we originally created Duval, we were the very first brewery to create a Belgian golden ale so that style never existed until about 1918 at that time the beer was called victory ale because it was right after world war Mm one and then in 1923 a flemish shoemaker and our brewmaster were just drinking these victory ales in the in the pub well this beer is eight and a half percent and anyone that's had a duvel knows that it drinks like almost like nothing very champagne very very effervescent very carbonated but you don't get any alcohol or anything like well it's eight and a half percent so the shoemaker stood up and goes, Wow, this is really a devil of a beer. Well, Duval in Flemish means yeah. devil. Ah. And so that, ever since then, it was marketed as that ever since. And there's been multiple breweries that almost as a nod to Duval has made different yep. beers uh, in relation to the devil or a name yeah, or the see, marketing or something like that. you see that
3: on the marketing a and lot. It, and it's a
0: respect <clears> thing. <throat> That's but we're, cool. We're very. F- we're very fortunate. I mean, Duval in, in many worlds is, is rated a perfect one hundred beer. So um, I think the worst ratings we have is a ninety nine, maybe a ninety eight out there. But we're <laughs> and that guy's dead. And that, and that guy out. got fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who made
4: batch number one thousand seven hundred forty six?
0: But uh, for all the very very well respected writers and journalists and stuff in in the world, where Duvel's looked at as a top five beer in the in the world. Uh, so we're how do we get more fortunate. people
4: in Minnesota to drink Duval? Because it just it doesn't jump to the top of mind when I'm sitting down at a place that has 74 taps.
0: Yep. So, obviously, um, the craft beer world in this in America for the most part is a is a hop driven mm-hmm. beer world. We're not hop driven. Belgian beer cares way more about the balance of malt and yeast, spices, effervescence, carbonation. Uh, that's why you see in this bottle right alone. You guys might notice that that bottle what looks shape, a lot different than an American craft beer. It has to be a beer. certain shape. Right? Uh, even even the ridges that you see there that's done for a reason. That's done so it as you're pouring a Duval, it's actually going to catch the yeast. So as you're pouring it down, because this is all bottle condition, which mm. means we added another douse of yeast. So that's going to catch that yeast and keep it in the bottle so you can keep the clarity of the beer as it's happening. Also, the actual thickness of the glass is going to be a champagne glass because the bottle condition is going to create so much carbonation. This beer is going to be one of your most carbonated beers in the world. So can it be canned? No.
4: Because the the tops would just the
0: pop right, the out cans of would explode. Really? Yeah. Awesome. So that would be cool. <laughs> we're about no, about eight and a half grams per liter carbonation level on this. If you can't you're,
3: <laughs> even put it in a regular glass
0: <laughs> bottle, exactly. That's why it's a yeah, special it's be this special bottle. So okay. yeah, I mean, anyone working in a retail store is going to know that. Because as soon as they pick yeah. up a case of Duvel compared <laughs> to picking up a case of IPA, they're going to know the more. But it's all done for a reason, and it's done for the integrity and the quality of the beer. We've been working on this beer for literally a hundred years and continue to try to make it better every day.
4: So when Duval comes here, how long does it take to get here? And what's the like, when I'm buying it at elevated, is it like fresh for me? I mean, it's a long coming a long way.
0: Yep. So that's one of the beautiful things about this beer. Um, not only the amount of time it takes us to brew it, but mm-hmm. the amount of time, the amount of time that it continues to keep its freshness. So the official shelf life of Duval in a bottle is two years. Oh, wow. Uh, where if you were to take your, Hazy IPA from X local yeah. brewery. That's good for maybe ninety days mm-hmm. in the can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they, they might maybe. say it's a little bit longer, but it's <laughs> not. <laughs> okay, um, but that's because we bottle condition. So because we bottle conditioning, that is going to keep that it's yeast still working active inside
4: the bottle. exactly. Okay. It's
0: still working inside, and that's what creates that extra carbonation. Um, to get from from Belgium, from right outside Brussels where the brewery is to Minnesota, that's going to completely vary based on so many different freight variations, customs things but like that. But you got? Like. But Couple months. 16
4: more months to go before yeah. you're...
0: Okay. A couple months maybe mm-hmm. to get over. And obviously we've got that down to a pretty good science now sure. because Duval has been in America for quite a long That's time. That's so cool. And is it to the point where there's there's been thought of brewing it here or would that just completely absolutely. defeat we, the purpose? The discussion has absolutely happened. Don't do um, and we are absolutely against it. Yeah, uh, Really? Every, everyone in the country, I mean... Me as a beer drinker, I think Tom would agree. Is I'm curious why. Made, it's just not going to be the same. So, the, yeah, the equipment that you make beer with, especially in Belgium, it's specifically more, I guess, sours is a whole never discussion, but. It's being done by the right people for the right amount of time. If you try to do it somewhere else, that means someone else's hand's gonna be in it. That means someone's gonna change something. The yeah, quality you know, is it'll just be, going to happen. Even if it's done at Omega <laughs> <laughs> Gang, where you know the Morgan family founder Gang. Yeah. we you know it, it's part of the company, it's still we can get it pretty damn close to the same because yeah. our brewers are that talented. But it's not worth it. And you got the marketing side of it where it's like, okay, brewed in New York and not in Belgium. I mean, sure. people are gonna notice that. I mean, they're not dumb. They're going point it's not a it's not a fun thing. But uh, yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about trying to get into cans, but it's just you know, it's just not basically scientifically possible without it. The car without well, bringing it on the that's why we have a beer called Duval Single, which is we released that in a can last year, and that is essentially young Duval. We actually released that beer about eight or nine years ago, and it was, came out as Duval Green because everyone in Europe understood that green means new and young. Mm-hmm. Well, in America, everyone thought it meant organic.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we're like, call right, back to it it the drawing board.
4: 18 plus. We would have all yeah. gotten so it. So dual <laughs>
0: single fermented, which means it doesn't go through the conditioning, which means it's not going to be as carbonated, which means the can's not going to explode. Oh, right. Cool. Uh, so it brings on the carbonation level. It brings on the alcohol content, about a point and a half.
4: So they didn't add the extra yeast
0: there. Right. Okay. And then we did dry hop with a little citrus hop. So, I mean, that beer is... much made for americans for the most part uh we did that originally so we could put it in draft we want it again in america everyone's going to the bar they want to drink draft beer and stuff when you go to belgium it's all it's all bottled beer
1: Mm. so with the belgian with the belgian style uh, i've always equated it to um the people that are might not be necessarily the the diehard dedicated craft beer drinker um like like those of us in this room that hey you should try this it's because it's it's so much more approachable than your real super bitty, super, super bitty, super hoppy, super bitter style of like an IPA or whatever. I think it's so much more
0: of an approachable style of beer for the non craft beer drinker. 100%. Like I said, we're way more about the balance of malt and yeast. Um, spices come to the forefront a lot in Belgian beers. Uh, when you start talking about your doubles and your triples and stuff like that, it's just a whole different um, taste profile for mm-hmm. people. And as much popularity as IPAs have today, I mean, they are obviously. The, the top end of the category. And as far as craft beer um, people, there's people out there that don't like that, you know? And so Belgian beers is a, is a very good alternative to that. And also being the fact that it has been brewed for you know hundreds of years now. Right. Um, That's they've, really they've, cool. they've done something pretty right got for that long.
3: In.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Tom, uh, walk us through the the tastings this weekend featured at elevated at both locations. Yeah. This we're Friday, kind of going this crazy.
3: Saturday. I mean, there's a lot of tastings here uh, to check out. Uh, It looks like we got Duval on Friday in Minneapolis from 5 to 7, and then the Fling Cocktails on Saturday from 1 to 3, and then Duval goes over to White Bear Lake on Saturday from 3 to 5. Uh, so both stores got tastings going on all weekend long, but those specific ones will be uh, good to catch uh, because uh, of what we're doing here with Belgian Independence Week.
1: All right, I, I want to circle back to Fling for a moment, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a text that says, is this uh, a, a, a kind of a seasonal run for these, or is this year-round. something that's going to be year-round? Okay. Year-round,
0: um, there's always potential for adjustments to the what's going to be available. Like, we were already talking about what to add to it. So for... Not to give away too many secrets, but we are looking at getting into some dark spirits, whether it's bourbon or whiskey, Ooh. into the fall. They're going to make They're
4: a sex on the beach, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> if
1: you make a whiskey ginger ale, I will become your number yeah, one. Big ginger. Bev- in the...
0: provi- oh, I've already said that myself. <laughs> mm. That would be like easy, I, right? That, that
4: would be super easy to do yeah, that. But that sure the ginger is.
0: ale, it has, it has to be
1: complicated more than the whiskey, I would think. Probably. That's Yeah. So not not it, that I would know anything and, about and that, and more
0: specifically, if they did an Irish whiskey ginger, right, which is the best I'm, kind, then yeah. I'm really in trouble.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but 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 again, as Mike and I predicted in the first segment, I, I really think this is going to go over so well that you're going to be almost forced in a way to say, "Oh, we will we'll definitely." Assume.
0: We're already planning on expanding. I mean, sure. that's that's a sure fact that we'll be adding more to yeah. this. Um, it's just a matter of figuring out which ones recipes, tweaking it. You know, like it doesn't all happen overnight. So,
1: but you're right too when you said earlier that you know when I asked you kind of who who does this appeal to. Not only does it appeal to like my wife who is not a beer drinker at all, but it appeals to me who is the beer drinker because I can't just drink IPA after IPA
0: after IPA. The beautiful thing is we don't think. I mean, especially you know when when you look at seltzers and when you look at these craft cocktails, there's not necessarily a a set demographic. It might skew one way or the other, but it really does mm-hmm. touch almost every person that's drinking some type of alcoholic beverage.
4: Yeah. You got to come out with a rum and diet, right? <laughs> Diet's not a word that's owned by anyone, right? Everyone would think it's a Diet Coke and then make a craft Diet Coke for, I'm, I'm air quoting. That'd be so easy, right? You get some ice.
0: I've gotten that one a lot and I've gotten the uh, the vodka crayon. Oh, yeah. The vodka crayon. With a
4: little uh, lime, then it's a Cape cotter makes it sound snooty. <laughs>
0: It's okay. <laughs> we'll I'm to New Hampshire. Cutter. With that one,
4: yeah. See, you
1: know, you know the beauty of uh, doing a show with Michael is he's nothing. But short of ideas, <laughs> that's right. That's the beauty of, that's of doing I with am them. an idea man, you really are. <laughs> you you really, really are, John, You're the best man.
0: Thanks hey, for coming thanks in, for again. Again, guys. Appreciate
1: it. Uh, if people want to find out more information about what anything
0: we mentioned today, Google.com, Boulevard.com, you'll find everything that you need to know.
1: Fantastic. And uh, Tom, as we mentioned, all those tastings uh, will be featured this weekend, and you can find all of that via your various social media channels with <clears throat> yeah, Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits.
3: Yeah, on Facebook, you'll see the, the lineup there, and then ElevatedBWS.com has as a calendar, showing you exactly when and where uh, and and what uh, we're tasting. So it should be a fun weekend, and we'll see you out there in the store.
1: And uh, you'll be all over it yourself, won't you? I can tell that you're a big fan of this already.
3: Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) good, man. I'm impressed with the quality of this fling uh, stuff, so it's definitely going to Get into the mix, I think. Into the rotation.
4: And, They're tagging the line, everyone likes a good fling is just uh And wow.
1: did you just crush that beer can on your head? <laughs> I know I did it on oh, okay. the microphone so okay. everyone could hear me do it. Got it. We're gonna step aside for a moment and come back and wrap things up. You're listening to the beer show live on Score North and Scorenorth.com. segment of the beer show here on score north and score it's reavers it's fratelloni and right now we are going to welcome in zach mccormick he is with the growler magazine he is a social media coordinator and uh we uh, mentioned this uh, event a couple of weeks ago when it was announced, but Unlabeled, a blind tasting showdown is happening next week, July 18th. That's right. And it's going to be in St. Paul. Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, y'all. So really here, it. there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of beer events and you guys are involved with a lot of beer events, but this is kind of a cool and unique twist. And I'm really curious to see how this goes. So to tell people about this unique uh, event for those that might not be familiar. Yeah. So
2: Unlabeled number one, uh, we're labeling it as a unlabeled labeling as a blind tasting beer festival. So the idea being that, um, rather than going to, you know, your normal beer fest where you would queue up in a giant line to try to catch up with, uh, whatever brewery in town, you, maybe your favorites, you know, you're going to try to hit your top five favorites and then you're going to maybe, uh, filter out some of the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Unlabeled is going to take the brewery name off of those tents and you're going to be walking up to a completely, um, unlabeled, uh, beer tent, Pour in some samples. we got our little sample pads here. You're going to get four different samples. You're going to rate them on an app. And then you're going to kind of compare those notes and ratings to the BJCP, the beer style guide. Mm. The idea is that it takes the branding and the marketing out of the beer fest and really focuses on what's in the glass. It's it's just
4: all beer. I tried that with cigarettes when I was about 13. (laughs) Right? I had a menthol, and I was like, I like that. So is this... Well, I know that it's a... Because it's all just one style of beer? or Exactly. Okay, so 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 I'll know that it's a hoppy
2: beer. It's going to be a Hazy IPA. Uh, IPA IPA And label number one is Hazy IPA. Uh, We're doing that one, like you were mentioning, next Thursday, uh, July 18th at Upper Landing Park in St. Paul, right on the river over there. And then we're hopefully going to be doing another event right over there uh, in September. It's going to be Oktoberfest. Fitting. Oh, well yeah. so, Reaver's
4: yeah. favorite beer. I
1: do
2: love October. Oh, 1st. There you go. Well we'll see yeah. about that one then. Yeah,
1: for sure. So and and how many different uh, well, breweries, but how many different samples can we
2: can we expect? Yeah, so forty-eight different breweries will be uh will be in attendance. Um and well, not in attendance, but the different samples the, will, the be, beer will be Samples there. from forty eight right. different breweries will be available and um they're all hazy IPAs. So, so the
1: reason I asked yeah. how many, because there are some people that are so dedicated to the craft beer world that they might see someone pouring and go, "Well, I know who what no, beer this, no, is. this is." but that's what uh, I'm yeah, that. all that's, gonna be hidden. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah that's exactly. What I'm so, at.
2: so, it's a uh, in order to be true to the spirit of the blind tasting, we're actually gonna be having our own ambassadors and volunteers uh, pouring the beer themselves rather than having brewery staff okay, uh, Zach, that we normally fill up
4: here without yeah. telling us the secret. Do you have any macro brews that make a hazy IPA that you said, let's throw in the Miller Lite of hazy IPAs to see? Do you have anything like that, or is this all Minnesota breweries? You can
2: check out the whole uh, beer list at growlermag.com slash unlabeled. So there is a a bunch of different, um, uh, the, the full list of breweries is available. So it's not blind in the sense where people won't know. You know, there's going to be be a surly there, you know, there's going to be something or whatever, but it's, you won't know uh, the specific beer that they'll be bringing there. You'll know it's a hazy idea. So the idea is again, to kind of try to, and you won't know when you're having the surly, it'll be sample, sample a on the red flight. And you'll have to try to decide. So, you want
1: to try one, Rivers? Yeah, yeah let we do, do it. one right now? Yeah, right, let's do great, it. And cool. he's not going to tell us, so but he's going to
2: pour a mystery sample here for you,
4: Rivers. You might know this because you love.
2: I do love hazy IPAs. You
4: love hazy IPAs. I do love hazy IPAs. What if you
1: know it? And Wouldn't you know that be what? Funny. I, uh, uh, to to You'd have a problem <laughs> to honor the late great Don Vogel and <laughs> yeah. this great microphone, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm not even going to look because Vogel at the was, color. Blind, right? was blind. Vogel was blind, and he would and he would do his show from right where I'm sitting right now. And I'm going to just let him hand it to me. Okay. Hopefully, I don't drop it. That would be
2: bad. Okay, I'm going to pass that one to you. You know, if you wanted to get uh, crazy with this, we even yeah, do have a, a little unlabeled blindfold here. Okay. I'm just going to wrap around your eyes right now. Yeah, All right. Just, oh, thank just, you very much. It's very go. comfortable. Oh, look at thank that. You, oh, there you. there you go. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is we're looking for uh different elements that we based on the BJCP style guide, which is uh the beer judging certification program. So BJ. things like...
4: CP, yeah.
2: stop it, Michael. All right, now this <laughs> well, one no, I just didn't you, know what, that the yeah. blind judging, uh, beer judging certification program, beer judging so certification write, program. They write the guidelines for a lot of different um, craft beers. Okay, can, this, this is yeah, good. Can ahead.
1: I do? You, so you know which which one you just poured do, us, and I just yes. took a I just took a sample, and I've I have become a connoisseur this of hazy IPAs. Wheelhouse. Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm detecting um, lower IBUs mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, it is very very good. Um, Ooh, I'm not getting a. Uh, I'm getting a little orange, but not a lot. A little bit of orange. Although I've
2: been drinking these craft cocktails, so, so I'm that got might, a little. Yeah, that uh, might. The might that might burn. The palate might be a little yes. bit in a different place. We will have plenty of water stations. I wish for I would have had refresh a refresher in between this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. There you go. So, this is okay, really, so really good. can you tell us what it is? Um,
4: yes. Reaver, right, do you oh, want to take a guess? Uh, what I was
2: thinking maybe is we could try three different ones. Oh, you and can see what's only like. And see if you can kind of. You're going to drive me home? Yes. I'm just kidding. Okay, pour small because we got a. All right, sounds good. One moment here.
1: I do, and here's why I love the concept, uh, the 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 concept of this style of beer event. Because as you were mentioning, it takes it takes all of those preconceived notions completely out of your head. We were just Ryan from Elevator, and I were just over here at at the lab. That's just right down the street from us here. Same same kind of concept. the The same concept is. You know, you can pour your own beer. Sure. We're going to tell you what style of beer it is. Is it lab but, new? Yeah, it's fairly new. Okay, but yet we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. Um, Who is brewing that particular beer? I think it's I think it's genius marketing I really do because then the curiosity gets the best of you and if you really like something you're going to
2: actively seek that out Okay,
4: this is sample number two and this is much hoppier. Yes,
2: okay little little bit No, no no things like aroma color in the glass We want to talk about things like the body and Mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna use a fancy boy word here mouthfeel
4: You know what's strange about this? This one's local.
2: They're all local the the three that I brought today are all local. Okay, oh, yes. oh, they are. So I did not here, know Here's that. one okay. thing this I'm thinking. Ringing the the bell. scent
4: of this one, and help me out, Zach. Yeah, I, I'm ahead. not great at this. Please, yeah. The scent is very strong. I'm getting a ton of hops. Almost nothing uh, on the on the back end of this. I mean, it's very, very soft. It's not... There's nothing that punches you in the back of
2: the throat characteristic of the hazy IPA style is a little bit less alcohol burn yeah. a little bit less of that hop astringency mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things that you can reference on the uh, the style guide that I was okay. mentioning for uh, so the the BJCP calls it New England IPA we chose to go with hazy IPA sure. um, there is some muddied waters around those two t- phrases which we clarify on the website com slash unlabeled you can read kind of more about the distinctions there and how it became an officially adopted style mm-hmm. um, um, and that's what we're hoping folks will judge against. So using the app, um, we're going to have different sort of, uh, you're going to have uh, a full list of of sort of sample A, red flight sample A, then you're going to go in and you'll have the option of either rating quickly in just a sort of a one through 10 type of scale sure. and a slider, or you can go in and individually, and we really hope get people deep. do this, get yeah. deep with it. Okay. The aroma, I put that in an eight, but geez, you know, the flavor on this one, I didn't mm. like as much. That one's more of a six. Sure and when you submit those ratings they will be aggregated by us at the very end of the night and then the brewery that gets the highest overall rating will win best in show that's, oh, really that's cool. just really cool so I'm it's like having po- a
4: dog
1: show without seeing the dog
2: yeah. right yes
1: i'm almost positive i know what the second one is i'm still i'm okay, still Okay write tri- it down write it it down, down. Okay, let's yeah. let's try the third all right i'm going right, cool. to write down my guess um, okay. number 1 though i I, I'm not as familiar with it, I don't think. But number two, I'm almost certain that I know. I know what if exactly the what exactly beer it is? you've been buying for like two
2: months because you've been going nuts. Because <laughs> really. I'm such a nerd. Uh. Here, tell you what, fellas, I forgot to bring six glasses of Oh So you might no, no, have to just just do a little refill here, pass it yeah. around? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah, and one other thing that I wanted to mention too that you brought this up earlier, we really like the unlabeled brand for the growler as our first sort of official festival because And you think about it this way that our mission as a magazine is to try to serve and educate beer drinkers Mm -hmm. in town and and empower Folks to learn more about beer in a fun and interesting way through different stories and that's what we really felt like this festival represents you're taking a lot of uh, the tagline for it is taste the beer not the brand and you really are taking a lot of that sort of uh, the marketing, the preconceived biases that you might have about a brewery, and you're removing all that, and you're just tasting the beer. The handsomeness
4: of the person, handsome or beautiness of the person pouring you the beer, right?
2: That's very true. Right? When well. yeah. you walk
4: up to the, the when you go to a, okay, you guys know what you're doing, right? This is not new to you. You guys run festivals with 20,000 people
2: showing up. Same folks from the Ooh. Beer Dabbler. Yeah,
4: same folks from the Beer Dabbler. Number dabble. three is my favorite, and it will And it will have 20,000 people at negative 14 degrees outside. Yeah. Still, the, the beer will be frozen, and people yep. say, oh, I had the best icicle beer I've ever had. Yeah. So you guys know what you're doing. And there are preconceived notions. When I walk up to, and Reavers, you and I have been to enough festivals where you walk up and you say, oh, there's Joe. Yeah, are right. going to go drink some of that. You know, right. you just go to it. This gives you a chance to try something you may have never tried not that you wouldn't, you just didn't. And now, okay, what? so
1: Reavers, what do you got? Well, here's what I'm going to do. Number one, I want to find out more about ticket information. Tickets are still available for next next week? Absolutely, okay. growlermag.com slash unlabeled. What are we talking about for tickets? Is there general admission? Is it all general admission? Yep,
2: general admission tickets are $50, and then there's um, as well as um, there is uh, um, our typical designated driver tickets, which are 20 Got it, okay, so, cool. Yeah.
1: So I, I, I want to take a stab.
2: I think number two is from Blackstack. Ooh, you know what? You were close. Dang number it! Number oh. two is actually... Should we just... Uh, yeah, right. Let's do it. Hold so on, Wait, wait, wait. Before oh, right. you reveal you want it, you want to I'm going to go What's ahead and not
4: guess. I'm going to hmm. rate them. Yeah, please. Because I'm truly rating them yeah. unlabeled, right? Yeah. So I'm going to rate them one, two, three by third, second. First, so I'm going the third one. It might be a primacy effect. The third one was my favorite. Mine the too. second one was my second favorite, and the first one was my least favorite. All of them were good. Let yeah, me restate course. that. Of course. But the the third was by far my favorite.
1: Third was by far my favorite too.
2: And you know, honestly, I got I got to reveal this for you folks. Uh, number three, your your mutual favorites, the Fair State Mirror Universe. Oh, oh, my yeah. God, one they of my personal it. favorites Absolutely. as well. Yeah, Fair Absolutely. State knows what Fantastic they're doing. Right? Fantastic IPA. Number two, uh, what ended up in second place for you folks was the Big Wood. Big Wood. Uh, I have no one.
1: Very nice. Congratulations, Bigwood. Honestly, I have not had their, their hazy IPA. And I love Bigwood's beer. There you go. But I've, I have not had theirs yet.
2: Number three, uh, brewery in Egan, Minnesota, Bald Man. And theirs is called the Psychedelic Haze. Oh, very North nice. IPA. What Here's,
4: a cool way to do this, yes, isn't it, reverse? It was, uh,
2: yeah. I, and, that, and that's why when they
1: announced this, this style of event, I knew it was going to be very popular, mm. very cool. I just like the concept of it alone. And here's a fun fact: as hazy IPA as I am, I have not had any one of these three.
2: Oh, really? Even no. Better. And no. so we hope that that's part of what people do at the festival: is they give shots at you know all these different because they they don't have any of these branding preconceived notions in the way they're going to try all these different beers and they might find out that a new favorite brewery of theirs yeah, know beer.
1: You know what's going to happen now? I just said that we both just said that number 3 is our best, and now all the guys at uh, Bigwood are going to go, Well, thanks a lot. You <laughs> thanks, yeah. All right. Again, well, I mean, the you... simple
4: fact that we had Fair State, right? Yeah. We picked up Fair State. Fair State's a fantastic beer. I mean, they, they make fantastic brewers. Nico knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's funny that both Reavers and I picked that one as our favorite, and yet we didn't have, it was unlabeled. We didn't yeah. see it. We still picked what, a lot of people would argue is one of the best.
1: All right, so, Zach, we've, we have just under a minute to go here. Yeah. If people want to find out more information, growlermag.com for everything. And uh, this, is a, this is a series for you guys for yes, Unlabeled. Yes, exactly.
2: So, the uh, the second one, again, Unlabeled Oktoberfest, is coming up in September. But more importantly, Unlabeled number one, Hazy IPA, next Thursday, July 18th at Upper Landing Park. And tickets are available, slash unlabeled. This was
1: a lot of fun, man. You did a great job. This was really cool. Thank you so much you, for having you me. You got really it, Michael. That's going to do it for our we, week's edition
2: of the Reverse,
4: Beer Show. You're the best, but Z-
3: Zach has the best radio voice. Yeah, he really does. I hate when the
1: guys come in that have better radio voices than me. If you missed any portion of the program, check out the podcast. You can find it online at scorenorth.com. The Crafty Rogues is up next right here on Score North.